You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen. You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. So um, in today's episode, and I'm I'm working on, um, I'm going to do a YouTube video on this also. So if you're listening to me on this platform, um, also just know that I have a number of uh, YouTube videos uh, reviewing exercises and different things. So I'm also going to put this on a YouTube platform just because I think the... um, the discussion can be a little complicated, and I want to be able to show um, in charts some of these things. So what I'm going to talk to you about today, though, um, just because it didn't just come out very uh, recently, is the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgery has a number of clinical practice guidelines. And these come out for every you know orthopedic thing that you can think of every few years. And it's a volunteer um, group of physicians that go back and look at the available scientific literature on a particular disease topic or entity. And then they use that information to really grade, you know, when patients ask, well, what about this? Or what about that? You know, will that help me? Is that safe? You know, should I use this? This takes the guessing game out of that and lets you know, based on the available scientific data, what does and does not work. So this guidelines, this was the management of osteoarthritis of the knee, and this was uh, published uh, August 30th, 2021. So um, just to, it's because it, it's a huge packet, if you, if you go through and read this, it's, it's a ton of pages. Um, but basically, just to review, I'm going to talk about things that are not recommended, uh, things that are unclear, things that have been recommended in the previous guidelines and um, things that are downgraded uh, from those previous guidelines, things that may help or could help, and they do it on a star system. This has got two to three stars, and things that should help um, and, and really should be considered to be used. These received four stars. So in that first group, things that were not recommended. So this is lateral wedges and orthotics. And, and it's interesting because one of my uh, mentors uh, did do a number of studies on this electronic knee, and they were able to measure pressures inside the knee, and they did a test up at the gate lab, and they did find that with all sorts of orthotics that it didn't change the pressure in the knee. Uh, so patients say, oh, I used the orthotics and helped. It may, it may have made you better, but in large studies, it hasn't been shown to affect the outcome of the knee. Not recommended, number two, Um, and I think this is the most important, is narcotics are not recommended for the treatment of arthritis of the knee. Narcotics are not recommended. There's enough data out there that shows that it is harmful and not helpful. The other thing which was very interesting is HA, or what we call hyaluronic acid, or what you might call the visco supplements, or the lubricants, or the rooster combs, were not recommended for management of osteoarthritis of the knee. And why? And again, we look at the scientific data. And when you look at large studies, and they look at large numbers of patients that underwent these vigorous studies, 
they weren't able to prove that it was helpful. And it's also one of the reasons we're starting to see a lot of insurance companies that are denying the requests for those treatments of the knee, but they did not recommend hyaluronic acid for treatment of osteoarthritis of the knee. They also did not recommend the idea of a scope washout or what a lot of patients refer to as, can you do a a cleanup of my knee? The idea of going in to just wash and scope or clean up a knee that has arthritis is not recommended. The outcomes are worse. And the other thing, which most people may not hear about, what we call interpositional devices. So over the years, every so often, a device comes out which is basically a wedge, typically of metal. They have these things called unispacers that you would put inside the knee. And the idea is if you had bad bone on bad bone and you put metal between, it would lessen. And it hasn't been shown to be helpful. A lot of those tended to fail. Now, the other thing on that topic of not or um, not things that we recommend, they said that the idea of dry needling, it's a basically... Um, needle procedure around the knee uh, that was very unclear uh, data. Now, things that had previously been recommended at a higher level um, but were downgraded. So these are things that are not on the not recommended list, um, but things that previously showed more effectiveness and now are not shown to be as effective. But things, you know, still consider would be braces. Um, Again, braces might help pain, swelling, symptomatic support, um, but uh, definitely depends on the patient. Uh, Nutritional supplements, neuromuscular training, weight loss, uh, manual therapy, massage, laser treatment, acupuncture, TENS units, electromagnetic, uh, extracorporeal shockwave therapy, visco supplements like we talked about, the HA, um, cortisone, PRP, denervation procedures, and tibial osteotomies. Now, that's a lot of stuff, because I'm not going to go into a lot of details there, but just know that those are things that previously were, on the previous guidelines, were recommended higher, uh, and now they've been lowered. But when we talk about where did they fall into, it falls into the, the not and the may help. So the not, which we just talked about again, orthotics, not recommended, narcotics, not recommended, lubricants or hyaluronic acid, visco supplements, not recommended, Arthroscopic washouts, not recommended. Now, what about things that may help or could help? So things that may help or could help if you have arthritis of the knee is a cane. Actually, using a cane can help offload the knee and can decrease some of your symptoms. For some patients, it may also prevent a fall risk. Now, a brace, which again, I talked about, it was downgraded. So previously, it was a higher rating, still may help or could help. So a brace can be considered. Oral supplements. So there's a number of oral supplements um, that have been recommended. And in this guidelines, the ones they specifically listed were turmeric, ginger, glucosamine, chondroitin, and vitamin D. So those are all oral nutritional supplements that may help if you have arthritis of the knee. Uh, Neuromuscular training, so strengthening exercises where you're actually trying to rehabilitate those muscles and the neural impulses to the muscles. Weight loss, Um, again, another thing that may help, can help to decrease the pressure on the knee and to prevent the acceleration of arthritis over time. Um, Manual therapy, basically kind of moving the knee, physical therapy style exercises. Massage may help. Uh, Laser treatment, they actually listed as may help or could help. Acupuncture, you know, which has been around for thousands and thousands of years. I've personally had some patients that have had good success with that. May help or could help. Uh, TENS unit, cortisone injections. 
And this was the one that really popped up that kind of caught my eye is the idea of PRP. So um, stem cells have not been recommended you know, for the treatment of osteoarthritis and PRP was downgraded, but it was still listed in the, in the May help. And most patients or most doctors that I know, you know, my, in my circle, um, it's not something that we see being helpful. Um, I think it may, and there's a lot more data where people have tendon injuries, you know, where blood is helpful to heal that. I personally haven't seen, you know, patients with, you know, PRP that have done very well when they have severe arthritis, but I'm also seeing patients with the severe arthritis um, that are coming in my door, but it was listed in there. It's a question that patients always ask. Um, Denervation procedures. So these are procedures where you can either numb or actually ablate the nerves around the knee. And essentially, if you make the knee numb, essentially by blocking these nerves, they don't feel the pain as much. The idea of meniscectomy. So we talked about an arthroscopic washout. So what they said is may help or could help is an arthroscopic surgery to treat a degenerative meniscus tear if the patient has failed all the other conservative care things. So things like weight loss, physical therapy, strengthening, oral pills, cortisone injections, and still has symptoms, a meniscectomy may help. But it does not mean if you have a meniscus tear in an arthritic knee, jump to an arthroscopy. And the other thing was what's called an osteotomy. So an osteotomy is a surgery where we actually cut the bone to change the angle in the hopes to take the pressure off the bad part of your knee and put a little bit more pressure on the good part of your knee. Now, things that should help, um, and these I think are the important sort of takeaways, um, should help, four stars. So topical NSAIDs, uh, the one that you'll see over the counter, uh, which is uh, generic diclofenac cream, the brand name is Voltaren, and I suspect we might see some more um, over the years, but um, that is a topical, meaning you put on your skin, anti-inflammatory, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. The idea of supervised exercise, uh, and you know, I kind of look at this as either you going to physical therapy, working with a special trainer, or you know, what I even do myself and what's described as physician-supervised exercises, I review exercises with my patients and give them handouts on what I want them to do. The idea of self-management, you know, basically doing these exercises, taking care of yourself, it's really important for you to be in control of your health. Uh, Patient education, this is patient education when I'm talking to my patients in the office, patient education, letting them know what they can do, what they shouldn't do, what things can make themselves better and what things might make them worse and what are their options for treating their symptoms is very important. Oral NSAIDs or oral anti-inflammatories, and acetaminophen. So acetaminophen, again, Tylenol, oral NSAIDs, the generics ibuprofen, which is Motrin and Advil, or generic um, naproxen, which is Aleve, and acetaminophen, which is Tylenol. So those are all the shoulds. And that's what I think, you know, I'll put some of these in the show notes so you can go back and review, and I'll do a little YouTube video on it at some point coming up. And I I think seeing the charts, you know, will be really helpful. But I just thought it was interesting because patients ask a lot about, well, what about this and what about that? And I read about this and that. And here is the science from our academy, from a bunch of surgeons that have scrutinized the most up-to-date current literature and scientific data that helps them let you know what can work, what might work, and what you shouldn't try. So thanks again for listening. You've been listening to Adam Rosen. I'm talking to you on the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. We're discussing management of arthritis of the knee, the evidence-based clinical practice guidelines from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgery. Until next time, stay safe. 
Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.